First Teaching Podcast. Today, I will be covering several different resources that I found. We were asked to look for different resources that we would recommend to other teachers that we had not already been presented. I looked around on the web, googled a few things, and what I came across were a couple of really cool resources, actually. And the first one is an app. The uh, It's called Sign Stories. And it's basically um, short clips of children's novels, very low age, like pre-K and kindergarten level. And it has interpreters along with the video and the audio to sign la- to do American Sign Language for deaf students. And I think that's really cool because uh, them being such low level um, videos, that's something you could show in a preschool class to help you know, introduce American Sign Language and get kids used to that and that it's normal for some students and that's how they learn. And let's see. The It also had some pretty good reviews. A couple moms had reviewed it, both of four stars or better, saying that their children absolutely loved it. It had a few technical issues, but other than that, uh, it seemed like everyone really liked it. The next thing that I found that was a, more... Um, towards the teachers instead of students is called the teacherscorner.net. It's a website. And I found this uh, on a top 100 websites for teachers link. And this is basically a portal to more resources is what's nice is it's just endless on how many things are on that site. There's, um, it provides free lesson plans and gives in-depth information about specific topics. Like it'll go, um, you can get tips, you can get holiday stuff, you can get seasonal things. You can also, um, everything on there is free, so that's really nice. You can get printables and things like that too. So that's a good resource to have because it's so vast. They also have different posts and things about um, like tips for managing your classroom or tips for handling student behavior issues and just having a plethora of resources there your fingertips is nice and um let's see the third resource that I thought was cool was I tried to find something that was different than an app or a website since I had already found one of those and I've never really been into blogs much but um I looked at different teaching blogs and the one that really caught my eye to look at at first I caught my eye because of the um The title of it is called Teaching with Love and Laughter, and I thought that was so sweet and so true, and that's part of my pedagogy is, you know, teaching kids to love learning and teaching them to want to come to school and to have a good time while they're learning. So learning doesn't have to be hard. Learning doesn't have to be slow and treacherous. It can be fun and light and airy. So this is... um, These women talk about different things such as grammar, social studies, and much more. They focus a lot on younger grades. It starts um, their kindergarten, first, and second grade teaching kind of focused. It it says that her and Lori, both, um, those are the uh, the two co-hosts, both taught pre-K through fifth grade. But she thinks that her personality is better for older kids because she's wacky. So... That one's a fun one to listen to because of their fun personalities and things like that. And I'm also really interested in it just because I want to focus on 
preparing myself to teach younger grades because that's kind of where I want to be and I at least I think I hope at first I think I'll start in younger grades and then go off and maybe try elder we'll see (laughs) all right but that's all for right now and we'll be back later with more bye begin to answer the question two for the ed tech final we were asked to think about the social media impact on teachers students in the classroom when i was asked to answer this i first made a pro and con list on my pro side for technology in the classroom and technology and social media in the classroom is um it brings in a lot of resources and a lot of easy ways to connect with people One of the things we teach our students is interpersonal relationships and social skills, and that's something that we can help build on and develop those skills through social media and teaching them how to have a proper digital identity and how to respect others and themselves online. And there is a lot of pros to using social media in the classroom, but unfortunately there are a lot of cons as well. Social media can become a huge distraction as it serves a out for students that don't want to work and this could be something that we could be using for in-class things and could get off topic very easily or be hard to monitor as I go around the classroom and wouldn't have much with itness and another problem it poses is cyberbullying so although social media specifically in the classroom would probably be difficult to do this social media when the students go home is crucial students go home and feel free online and feel like there are no punishments or reprimands but we need to remind them that it is just as important to be respectful online as it is in person teachers can also be really impacted not just the students Um, a lot of teachers in today's news have been getting in trouble i just listened to one of the the blogs i chose for my wakelet was talking about how a teacher posted a very controversial tweet about the civil war and that seemed i mean everyone is entitled to their opinion but at the same point posting online is very difficult when you're a teacher she should have understood that social media could get her in a lot of trouble and that because of that it would be would have been best to just stay off offline altogether so on to the second part of the question is the two tools I found most useful this semester. One tool I really enjoyed using was uh, Adobe Spark page. I've never liked Adobe in the past because I've only used like the Adobe Reader or whatever, the old one, and I hated it. But when I started working with Adobe Spark page, it just flowed so easy and it seemed so clean. My, my dad would think it's so funny because I'm OCD and I loved how simple and organized the whole setup was. It was really easy to um, add images and links and videos and they just slid right in. You could put, you know, to the left, to the right very easily. I think if I wanted to use this tool in the classroom, I would imagine myself using it for something like an info page or study guide, maybe something that students could use as a um, reference or guide or like expert sheet on a topic, something where they can create and add as many videos, text, resources, images as they'd like. 
the other um, tool that I really enjoyed using, which I am right now, is Anchor. I liked using it because I do not like recording myself and I find it very intimidating in things like GarageBand where there's so many buttons and there's so many options. But Anchor just uh, has a very simple uh, tone to it. It's very comfortable, very casual. I also liked how easy it was to edit. There's just very simple options. And I think if I wanted to use this in a classroom, I would most likely see myself doing it in some sort of reflection or discussion. I think that I could do maybe a book report or a social studies, uh, you know, explain your opinion or explain your analysis of the situation. That way students could go into depth and feel free to have their own stage for a while and not be cut off and get all their ideas out. And that's one reason I really am looking forward to using podcasts in my class is so students that don't get the opportunities to speak all the time have the stage for a while. I really enjoy this class and feel like we got a, a lot of really cool resources out of it. Overall, Adobe Spark page and Anchor were my favorite and I really look forward to using them in the classroom. Thank you.